Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. You are chopping it up with Chuck. I'm the editor-in-chief here with Cannabis and Tech Today. We always bring you the goods here on our award-winning podcast, and this episode is no different. And by the way, we do have to say this uh, podcast is brought to us by our generous sponsor, PolyScience. And um, we have a great guest today. We have former NFL star Lofa Tatupu, who is here to talk to us about cannabis, about CBD, about his experiences as a player, uh, and about his company, which is called Zone In CBD. So welcome, Lofa. It is great to have you here. Chuck, my man, thank you for having me, brother. It's it's so good to talk to you. I saw you down at uh, Tampa. Um, they had an event down there, and I uh, saw you up there. You were rocking the Sean Camp. I was like, dude, Lofa, I remember you from your playing days. Um, so just for the people that aren't familiar, you were um, a USC, right? You were a USC linebacker, and then you were a, uh, a major component of the Seattle Seahawks for, uh, for, for a good amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So football, you know, was my primary business. I mean, football family, my dad played 14 years in the NFL, um, you know, 13 for the Patriots, which is why I grew up in New England and Massachusetts. And, um, and then I just kept going further West, you know, uh, I went Southern Cal for, for football, you know, for school. And then uh, in 2005, I got drafted in the second round of the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, man, we had a great time, you know, up here for, for about six years. I played. Yeah, you were you were part of kind of the the turnaround, you know, of the Seahawks and that culture. You know, I've I'm actually from the Northwest as well. You know, big Seattle fan, and it took uh, you know, it, it, we had a lot of lean years uh, in the Seahawks, but I felt like Mike Holmgren really, uh, you know, and 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 you and you know Sean Alexander and and Hasselbeck kind of kind of brought that winning culture there that has, you know, continued with Pete Carroll and stuff. But yeah, man, those were some great years, and we had some really really good teams. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't realize that there was football before 2013 in Seattle because of, <laughs> because of all the winning we've done since Pete got here. But, yeah, Mike was tasked with turning this franchise around, turning the culture into a winning one, and uh, he did an incredible job. I think we had five division titles with him. I was lucky to be part of three of them. Um, it was it was an unbelievable time to be here in Seattle, and, and it's only gotten better if you can believe it. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun, it's a really fun time. So, did you did you always know? You said your uh, your pops played in the NFL. Uh, did you did you kind of know like this was your destiny? You know, when you were coming up, was there like no question about it? I felt like I was born to do this. You know, yeah. Um, and I mean, it didn't always look that way because you know I was one of the smallest, one of the slowest middle linebackers, and there was a lot of you know naysayers back when I was trying to make my, my own wave uh, and, you know, get out of the shadow of my dad. But, um, you know, just kept working hard. And that's, that's you know, one of the main messages I always, when I talk to kids these days, just chase your passion and, and you know, you won't, you'll never get tired because it's what you love doing. And I mean, it, you know, so I don't believe that if you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life, you're going to work. You're going to work very hard. <laughs> but yeah. but you're going to have the strength to carry on when it gets tough. You know, there there's times where, I didn't get any. I didn't get any scholarships to play linebacker out of you know, any major scholarships. I had one chance, and that was to play at Maine. You know, one double A. And so, when everybody talks about my story, they talk about you know the national titles, the All American, the, the Pro Bowls. 
but they don't remember that, you know, nobody wanted me coming out of high school except for University of Maine. And then from there, I transferred over to Southern Cal and made the, you know, improbable jump as a junior to go to the NFL. I forego my, my, my senior season. And, um, you know, I just, I felt I'd, I had outgrown it. That's kind of really what, you know, uh, happened. And, you know, I, I didn't think my stock could go any higher. So I took the chance. And once again, just followed my my heart and my my uh, my dreams, and you know, and went to the league. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like sometimes when you get told no or you get told you're not good enough, sometimes that can actually benefit you and make you, you know, who you eventually become, almost like like rocket fuel. Yeah, that chip on the shoulder, man. You know, you know, adversity. You know, yeah, it'll either build you or break you. And uh, you know, so I I've always. Well, it was always great at blocking out the noise or even just turning that into motivation and, you know, to, to prove people wrong. But, you know, I think as it went on and, you know, you have to really love what you're doing otherwise, because once you do somewhat have some success, the, you know, the, the rumblings of he's not good enough go away. So what drives you then? And so for me, it's always just how much I love the sport, how much I love my brothers that I played ball with and uh, being part of something bigger than myself. Yeah. And how important is the, uh, is the culture of the team? You know, like you hear a lot about that, like, you know, a winning culture and obviously I'm sure a lot of that goes to the head coach, but you know, you've, you've obviously experienced, um, you know, that as a player, how important is that? Is that a, is that a real thing, you know, that people talk about all the time and, and does that, does that trickle down to, to the success of the individual players? Absolutely. Teams, everything. And, you know, I think that's what the best do is they Mm -hmm. tell everybody, you know, it's about the team, that no one does anything great on their own. And so, you know, the sooner you buy into that that philosophy of, hey, man, strength in numbers, and, uh, you know, that you want to go far or you want to go fast, go alone, you want to go far, go together. It's it's so true because, you know, I wouldn't have any of the success that I did without all the great defensive players and even the offensive players that I'd play with. But, you know, the D-line that I had in college in the NFL, I had – I had eight first and second rounders in front of me in college. You know, that made life wow. very easy on me. I just had yeah. to, to make tackles. And then I was extremely blessed when I got up here, too, because the defense, they, um, you know, a lot of people said, you know, they, they don't have any stars. You're talking about all of us, right? And uh, yeah. but we had a bunch of guys that were great football players, loved football, and they bought into the team aspect of it. And, and so we led the league in sacks with nobody that had double-digit sacks. It was incredible what we were able to do. Yeah. I, I love, I love it when, when something like that happens and for the people that are listening, you know, that are in business and that are, you know, maybe in the cannabis industry or looking to get in there. Um, it's the same kind of thing, right? Like, you know, who you put in your business and who you surround yourself with is going to help everybody be better because again, you're establishing that culture and that work ethic and that kind of camaraderie. And so that, that translates well from sports into business. Would you, uh, would you agree? Oh, wholeheartedly. I mean, there's so many aspects of sports, which yeah. is, we always encourage kids to, you know, get out there, participate in sports uh, because it just builds so many life skills for you. Like you said, the teamwork, accountability, um, being early, not just on time. That's why I was a little freaked out when I couldn't find the link to, to this, <laughs> this 
I was texting yeah. you <laughs> because that's a, it's important. If you want to be successful, there's a way to you know handle your business. And so um, been extremely blessed to have strong leaders that I got to learn from, whether it was Holmgren, Pete Carroll, and then all the guys, like you mentioned, Matt, um, Walter Jones, Sean Alexander, Hutchinson, the list goes on. All these guys that I could you know glean from and learn how to go about and how to be a pro. And it's only going to make you better when you, when you step into the entrepreneurial world and, and become a business person. Yeah. And, and I feel like too, that sometimes when you're putting that thing together, it doesn't always start out all rainbows and puppy dogs and you know what I mean? Champagne and stuff like that. Sometimes it starts out a little rough and you know, like you start hearing some grumbling and sometimes, you know, whatever. And, 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 and what these great teams and great organizations do is they find a way to you know, stick it out or they find a way to adjust and, and, and kind of stick with the plan. Because I remember, you know, there were, uh, uh, there were times with, with the Seahawks where in the beginning with Holmgren and Hasselbeck and stuff, and it wasn't all pretty. And, you know, it was, it was kind of like, stay the course, stay the course and ignore the noise outside and believe in, in the people, you know, that you're working with. And that's got to feel good when you, when you do put it together. Yeah, absolutely. When the big picture comes, you know, the vision, you know, when you zone in on that vision and it actually comes yeah. true, it's uh, it's pretty special. You know, the places you can go and the, the things you can accomplish together. So, like I said, I've always had a strong team and, you know, always believed in it. And I think that's the biggest part of success, whether it's on the field or off it, is having that vision but believing in it and then staying the course. Like you said, time is going to be hard. I mean, if it was mm-hmm. easy, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? And, uh, 100%. and so, uh, you know, I think the things that, that translated to off the field and then, you know, my, my post post football ventures um, in, in the cannabis industry and the hemp sector uh, was just being tough and sticking with sticking with it, man. Just and I think it's easy to do that when you're doing something you love. And I love it because of the life that cannabis and CBD and, and THC have you know given me. They didn't when I left the NFL. I had in six years, I had eight of my 10 surgeries. I had 15 plus concussions and I was, I was a shell of the person I was, the man I used to be. And now I'm sitting here in front of you today, not the person I used to be, the person I always dreamed of being. And I think that's the power of the plant and, you know, why I'm such an advocate for it, you know, on top of having businesses in the sector. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty powerful. You know, uh, I think, I think as fans and people on the outside, we think like, oh, you get a surgery and then boom, you're done. You're just back to normal. And you know, like, oh, you rehab from that injury. Oh, boom. He's back to a hundred percent, but it's, it's not really like that. Is it? No, the, yeah, the physical, you know, a lot of people are tough to deal with the physical, the mental and the emotional that come with it though. Um, the torture and the trauma that set in from all those injuries and, and just, even, you know, the fear and you know, anxiety when you're sitting there and I was already one of the smallest and slowest guys, but now I've had eight surgeries, you know, what good am I going to be to the team? You know, and luckily my mind was my best asset, but mm-hmm. even then when the concussion started setting in, it was really a task just to get everything together, to get going, to get through a day of what that whole day, hand, you know, all the, the work that that, you know, it, you know, the expectations of a full workload and then being, you know, the really the processor for everybody, like trying to get the defense on the right page, telling, you know, everybody where to line up. And then you got to get to your job. I mean, it was looking back. I don't, it's incredible. I wish I had CBD and THC back then. I yeah. really would have got more. Well, I would have retired a couple of years ago rather than 10 years ago. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? So uh, talk to us just a little bit about, I mean, obviously um, things have changed a lot from when you were playing. Um, I don't even think they, I don't even think they test for cannabis anymore for NFL players, which is a pretty big deal. Um, and you know, they're starting to, I just saw uh, Charlotte's web is now an official sponsor for major league baseball. Major league baseball, right? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we really have come a long way, but you know, when you were playing predominantly, um, you know, what, what was, what was the dominant form of medicine? Was it just, oh. you know, give them a shot, give them a pill. Was, was that pretty much it? It was because that's what the science says. Right. And, yeah. uh, and then we're also talking about still a federally illegal substance in, in most states. So, um, you know, there wasn't very forward thinking or open-minded to the possibility of plant medicine. And so, um, yeah, shots, I mean, uh, anti-inflammatories, opiates, like it was, you know, all the stuff that we do have science on how bad and how harmful they are. Yes. Mm -hmm. For, for a surgery. Yes. It's, it's necessary, but for a, you know, long period of, of that, that's not, it's not even close to a cure for what you're going through. And it's only going to, you know, make things worse. As a matter of fact, that we, we have the hard data on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, there's a, it's pretty cool. I was actually talking the, this weekend about, um, the organization, I think it's called merging vets and players, uh, with Jay Glazier. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's really cool because there's, there's always been kind of a similarity or a mutual respect, you know, an admiration for, you know, those that serve in the military and professional athletes. And it's kind of cool to see them sort of come together, but it was the same kind of thing. You know, I, I was in the army in a light infantry unit in Fort Lewis and, you know, pretty much anything you went, you went in for, you know, it was like, how can we patch you up and get you back out to RTD, you know, return to duty. Uh, and you know, here, take some Motrin. And you know, that was the big thing, man, whatever it was. Yeah. I'm gonna take some Motrin. You're good. You know, here, get this. You're good. I, I, I think that it's, um, I think that it's cool that we're now starting to see that there are groups of people out there that can use cannabis, can use, you know, CBD and have better effects than maybe the stuff they got, you know, when they were in, whether they were playing or in the military and just kind of curious about your thoughts about that. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for your service, brother. Um, oh, you know, cool. not go unnoticed or, you know, we're very grateful for that. And, um, you know, those are the real heroes, man. Like those are the guys, you know, the PTSD, you know, the brain trauma, the stuff that, that you guys have went through. Um, you know, we've experienced it not to that degree, but um, the repeated hits of the head do not help. And so we, you know, we've seen that. And uh, yeah, I, I think the, the, the brotherhood aspect of, of both of it is really what we, you know, what we miss, you know, about our mm -hmm. days together, all of us, you know, you know, in football, the sacrifices of going, you know, through, through all those long hours and, and all those practices and, and then those competitions. It's uh, whenever you ask anybody, I just did a, a charity event last night and I was up there with a bunch of, you know, uh, former, former Hawks and it was just great to see them and the, the memories just come flooding back. And uh, they asked us all what we missed. And, you know, of course we miss competition. We miss that. But the, the, the number one answer from all of us was our brothers. And so yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a, um, uh, there's a, there's a book out there and I think it's, I think it's called tribe by Sebastian Younger. And he was a, uh, 
um, uh, basically like an embedded reporter in Afghanistan with, you know, these soldiers that were out at this outpost that was attacked like every single day. They had no backup. They had no nothing. These guys were out here and they would do a year and they're every day like they're just, you know, constantly dealing with getting shelled, you know, constantly out there battling for their lives. Of course, you know, they're going to have some PTSD. They're going to have some after effects. But the crazy thing about it was that every single one of them, you know, later after they were done and they went to their next post and everything like that, they asked them to a T, to a man, you know, would you go back right now? And, and they all said, yes, like that, that was actually that brotherhood, that counting on and everybody being important, you know, really made them feel alive, even though they were in some really, you know, really, really tough situations. So it's interesting how that's like a dichotomy where you're, you're working harder than you ever have, you know, you're out there, you know, battling, you know, figuratively or literally. And, uh, and when you look back on it, that's, that's when we feel our most alive. That's what you miss, man. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. beautiful, man. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a cool thing though. But yeah. So, so getting back to the, uh, you know, talking about the, the, the health and everything like that, did you have, um, when you were getting concussions and stuff like that, was it like, oh, Hey, you know, got a concussion, you know, got to sit it out or whatever. Or was it like, Hey, this is a concussion. This is a big deal. You know, were the doctors, um, you know, what was kind of the, the predominant, sort of attitude when a player got a concussion or did you think you maybe got some, you didn't even know? Oh, definitely some that went undocumented, but, um, you know, I, I, I love the Seahawks and I appreciate, you know, how they did handle it. I didn't miss any time because I cleared all my protocols and I mm -hmm. think I really count myself as I see a lot of these other guys that have gone through them. Um, you know, and I wonder if there was like maybe some scar tissue that built up to protect me from, you know, further damage, but, um, you see some guys that they get out there and they're, they're like frozen, right? There, there's an involuntary, you know, muscle reaction to what they just went through, and the body shuts down because it's saying this is the only way we protect ourselves. Um, I luckily didn't have that where I, I was on, you know, I did get cartered off or helped off several times, but yeah, there was absolutely some that went undocumented, and um, you know, it's Seattle did a great job. Uh, you know, in terms of you, you got a, a number of a litany of tests that you have to pass in order to get back on the field. And, um, you know, there's a baseline that they assess you at and then you come back and you revisit that test. And it's a it's a lot of tests, man. I'll tell you that much. It's a lengthy protocol. No, that's that's good. And as you as you're watching the games right now, when you see, you know, I'm sure everybody saw what happened, uh, you know, like with Tua, uh, you know, that's a that's a scary thing. I mean, just because. Yeah, it's just it's super hard to watch. And we really are just learning about brain science right now. We're just learning about I mean, heck, we just learned about the endocannabinoid system, you know, uh, uh, 20, 30 years ago. So, you know, when you see this happen, it's like we've come a long ways, but we've still got a we've still got a long ways to go. Yeah, it was definitely a long ways to go. And, you know, excited. I think I think the NFL has pledged a million dollars to research, you know, and hopefully that opened up, you know, their minds literally to to mm -hmm. using the plant because, I'm telling you, when I walked away from the game, when I crawled away from the game, I mean, I literally got carried off the field, not in a ceremonious way. Uh, I was, I had an arm around each trainer and they were like, I still have the picture. And I mean, you know, it was a, it was a, a warrior's, you know, death, so to speak, in terms of a career. So yeah. I guess I could be proud of that, that you know, I had to get carried off on my shield, man. And, uh, but, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's something that, that really they're taking a closer look at, and I hope so. But I can tell you right now that I feel better than my Pro Bowl years at almost 40 years old 
because of this plant and what it's done for me. And, you know, it's, it's opened up my perspective in so many ways and even helped me grow as, as a, as a family man, you know, as a businessman, like we talked about, um, I'm even getting more definition in my body because of how the role it plays on our receptors. And, you know, now, uh, I was a guy that used to, I worked out hard, but yeah. I don't know if it was always the most efficient workout. Right. But now I yeah. can, I can feel the muscle contraction and that's why I'm so it's like that, that, that runner's high that they talk about and that yeah. the, pump, the pump that the bodybuilders chase. Mm-hmm. I, I get that feeling and I get the most out of my workouts now because of how enhanced my, um, my receptors are now compared to where I used to be. And, and do you think that there's a, you know, the entourage effect is kind of important. Is that, you yeah. know, when you're, you're, I mean, cause obviously you've got a pretty highly trained body and you know, you've been a, a professional athlete and everything like that. So you're a darn good person to ask, you know, do you feel like that is uh that's kind of like where the, the zone is? Yeah, absolutely. And then it's even played a major role in, in, in terms of other, cause you know, supplements, our, our body doesn't really intake, you know, much of, of any uh-huh. supplement that, that we, we take in. And so, like I said, with an enhanced, you know, ECS or the roles it plays on my receptors, I'm able to actually feel when I take vitamin D, how, you know, my mood gets a little lighter, a little better, wow. um, a sunnier disposition, you know, no pun intended, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's incredible because I used to think that all those products were, were shit. And mm-hmm. am I allowed to swear on here? My bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is this is twenty one and up, baby. <laughs> you go. Oh, uh, well, you know. Yeah. I, you, you know, a lot of those out there, they're they're, they're not really quality products, and so that mm-hmm. was what was important to me. Like when I did finally have the eye opening experience with a, a full spectrum, meaning all you know, all cannabinoids in in the in the the, the capsule. I mean, it was eye opening, world changing, and you know, everything starts with well the gut and the mind because it's great for gut health. But yeah, um, where I, from where I was just, you know, 10 years ago, uh, you know, barely making it through a day with any energy, horrible sleep, whether I couldn't sleep or I couldn't stay asleep, um, just managing my stress levels and, and making me more aware, which is why, you know, zone in, like, you know, if you want to get better, you gotta, you gotta start here inside. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's been incredible. The turnaround I've had to help, you know, and like, I feel, I feel the best I've ever felt, man. Dude, that, that, that makes me feel so good to hear because, you know, um, that's, that's what life's all about. Like nobody wants to, nobody wants to just like drag your ass out of bed and, you know, drag your ass through a day. And you know what I mean? Like sometimes it feels like you're on a hamster wheel and your body doesn't feel good and your energy levels are inconsistent. And, you know, like it's a, it, it makes it a grind, you know, it makes, it makes life harder. It makes it harder for you to be present, you know, for the people around you that you care about your family, your kids, your coworkers, your friends, you know what I mean? Like, like when you talk about this mind body connection, this is connected, you know, it yeah. is truly uh, symbiotic. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. I mean, you know, Chuck, I, when I left the NFL, all those surgeries, concussions, I mean, I got up to 280 pounds, man. I got I gained like 50 pounds because I'm wow. like 45, 50 pounds. My plan weight was 235 to 240. Um, and, you know, it was, I started taking, you know, full spectrum CBD, full spectrum um, cannabis and hemp. And uh, I just, this monumental shift in my brain started happening with, you know, with regulated stress levels and, you know, even pain tolerance going through the roof. I felt like a mm-hmm. kid again. And 
getting that proper rest, which a lot of people don't understand how important sleep is to set up that next day, right? That's where it all starts. And man, I, I thought it was too good to be true. I thought, you know, snake oil, you know, oh, it's not because, you know, I had taken the isolated form and saw very limited results, I, you know, and so then I just kept researching, and developing, hearing all these stories. And when I got a quality product, I was like, okay, this is real because now I'm going to the gym, you know, I, I want to go, you know, it's not like I have to go. And, you know, I think that's, you know, the perspective that everybody talks about in life is, you know, I get to, I don't got to, right. And, and that's so, huge. And so I go, if this can do this for me, who had, you know, multiple brain, you know, injuries, I go, I can't imagine what it could do for the rest. And that was really the, the, the reason for starting a company, but I, this is seven years later, I think two, yeah, 2022. So 2015 is when I started this journey and I've maintained my weight for seven years at 240. So this is, this is life. This is not, you know, yeah. <laughs> make oil or a gimmick. Yeah. No, no, that's awesome. Okay. So I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We got to pay the bills over here. Give a shout out to our sponsors. And of course, big shout out to Poly Science, our title sponsor. We're going to be doing some stuff with them at MJ Biz. Uh, we are actually going to be recording a whole bunch of content. Uh, they're going to have a podcast platform set up there with Summit Research uh, right there in the North Hall. So if you happen to be there at, uh, at MJ Biz and you want to swing by and say hi, um, we'd love to have you, but we're going to be doing some content there. Poly Science, those guys make like the best chillers in the industry. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk with Lofa a little bit more about uh, how he got started in his business. And again, you are listening to Cannabis Tech Talks. You're chopping it up with Chuck and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Every cultivator knows that facility design can make or break your grow. So why not choose the team with over 16 years of experience in the industry? Cerna Cultivation Technologies provides floor plan and architectural services comprehensive HVACD equipment, lighting, and benching, and so much more, all within your budget. It's time to grow your way. Go to CERNA.com, that's S-U-R-N-A.com, to learn more. Hey everybody, welcome back to Cannabis Tech Talks. You are chopping it up with Chuck, Editor-in-Chief with Cannabis and Tech Today. I'm here with Lofa Tatupu, former NFL star, and he is now the, are you the CEO and uh, and founder? What's yeah, your title? I'm Chief Evangelist and co-founder. Okay. <laughs> co yeah, I see, hey, this is why you have a strong team, you know, and everybody yeah. wants to play their part. And so, you know, I leave all the heavy lifting to my team because, you know, unless it's weights, you know, I'll lift the weights. But yeah. <laughs> but other than that, no, man, I got an incredible team and uh, they, you know, and they, they do, they do everything. And I just go out there and I try to uh, educate and, and um, spread the message. You know, that's, that's really what I think my purpose, you know, post football is that if I can do it, anyone can do it because, you know, I, I was a, a monstrous mountain to climb in terms of health and wellness. Yeah. And, and I think that's cool too, because, uh, they, they like to, I think there's a saying out there that the comeback is always greater than the setback, you know? And when, again, you have that kind of challenge, it sort of defines, you know, who you are and, and what you've gone through. And you mentioned, you know, you put on like 50 pounds, you definitely weren't feeling very good. And, uh, so just tell us a little bit about how you kind of went from, you know, someone who was using, uh, the, the supplement, someone who was using the product, you know, tell us what you were using. And then when did you have the light bulb go off that you were like, you know what, this is my mission post playing. And you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make this a business. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I was in the industry because I do have 1937 Farms, me and Matt McCoy, my brother, who, uh, you know, I played football with, known him since we were 18. We have one uh, I-502 business out here in Washington, the legal recreational cannabis. And uh, when I was in the industry doing a number of things, you know, whether we were growing, process, being a processing manager down there and making sure all the deliveries went out on time. You know, you, you're an entrepreneur. You do everything. You you know, cleaning the bathroom. You do it all. <laughs> and so, no job too small. And which that's also important because it tells the team how important everything is. Every role is. And so, um, yeah, we we really got that thing going. We're actually going to expand our operations out there. We passed the the conditional use permit. We're going to put five more hybrid greenhouses out there in, in Duval and um and 5x the uh production so that's you know another big challenge coming up it never stops right yeah yeah continually a problem solver but while i was in that industry you know um made a lot of great friends and and one of my friends just you know i kept hearing this is around 15 16 kept hearing more and more about cbd and Mm -hmm. um you know because everybody knows about thc right that's the Mm -hmm. compound well I started hearing more about CBD and then all the other miners that are in the in the, in the plant and um, and full spectrum oil, you know, the whole plant extract, all of it, you know, and so and the the entourage effect, which you alluded to before. And I just started doing more and more research and I came across a quality product. It was a capsule made by Fairwinds Cannabis, James and Wendy Hall. Uh, I always make sure to show them love because, you know, their their product was the first quality product I saw. And I even you know, we're, we're through so rigorous testing out here in Washington because it's such a new market that, yeah. you know, which is great because, you know, it started making me like read food labels with, with how, yeah. you know, how pure products have to be out here. And so and that's, that's also helped, you know, the, the transformation. But um, I started taking their product and I thought, you know, I was like, I was gone. I'd gone through like maybe 20 products already. And it was mostly isolate now looking back, you know, when I, cause I did, I journaled and tried to see, do I, is this real? Do I feel any different? Am I, yeah. am I getting any better? And, yeah. you know, like I said, with the isolate, it was very limited effects. Some people respond well, their, their system takes uh, isolate well, and then they believe in it wholeheartedly. Like I believe in the full plant extract and yeah, their capsule, it was just a full spectrum capsule. It was uh, with super microdose on the THC side because I was trying to find like the weed light. I wanted the one that didn't make me high. It just yeah. made me happy. And, yeah. and that's really the effect I got. And then with the, the role it played on my pain receptors, um, mm-hmm. I just remember waking up one day. Like I had I had such a great sleep that and I have sleep apnea. I suffer from that. But I had such a great sleep that my eyes opened up at like 530 a.m. And I was like, okay, this is different. Like I tried to close my eyes. I looked at the clock. I was like, I still got like two more hours. Cause I, <laughs> cause I was trying to make sure I got my eight to nine hours. That's how yeah. much I required back then because of how poor sleep I got. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't sit still. I was like a kid again. I was like, all right, well, I might as well get up and, you know, go get a coffee and get, get the day started. And uh, I got up out of bed. And instead of dangling my feet to the edge and letting the blood come back, I just walked up. I got up and walked. And I was like, okay, that's different. Like, what's going on? And all these positive effects, chain of events just started snowballing and happening. And, and, you know, the compound effect later was like, I was like, I got the crazy idea. Like that good voice came back. Like, hey, man, hey, man, what? It's kind of like the limitless. You know that movie? It's just like, who lives like this? I almost, I almost had an outer body experience looking at myself like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, 
let's go to the gym. And so my wife, of course, she thought she's like, okay, here he goes again. He's he's on a health kick. This will last for a couple of weeks and then he'll go right back. And like I said, here we are seven years later. And uh, but as I continued to do the research and then the farm bill happened, you know, um, I was like, hey, man, I, you know, I had gotten gotten some hemp, you know, uh, samples with, you know, yeah. full extra. I was like, hey, man, it's just as strong as as, you know, the other products that I'm using. But I had to be sure. So I got off the THC completely because if mm -hmm. I was part of business that I want to help people, um, you know, health wise, I had to make sure that it was the real deal. And so um, got a bunch of samples and I, I took one after another for and I documented what, you know, and then uh, I landed on a good formulation. It's, uh, you know, everybody's different. Mine was right around my sweet spot was like a 15 milligram capsule in the morning and then a 15 in the evening. And it just moderated my stress so much that I I was living my best life. And so, um, you know, of course, then I went through all the steps, you know, got incorporated, you know, got a team together. And then and then we, we hit it, man. We started Zone In CBD and, um, you know, Zone In, you know, we're all athletes, you know, once an athlete, always an athlete. So um, and every athlete wants to live in the zone, right? That yeah. flow state where, you know, you, you can't miss. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, poetry in motion. And so with with all the things that I've put together in my life, even like I said, my receptors, noticing how different foods started to affect me, foods I've been eating for years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, I remember I took my kids to a, a movie theater and I grabbed a handful of um, Sour Patch Kids and I love Sour Patch Kids. But I guess who doesn't? <laughs> you know, I grabbed a handful of can of, you know, I ate it. And then, you know, like within like 15, 20 minutes, I was just like nauseous. And I was like, wow. what's going on? And, you know, I could feel how the sugar was attacking me. And yeah. so by by cleaning up, you know, nutrition's another area that, you know, athletes really have to, you know, pay attention to. And everybody, every day, you know, in everyday life, there's, you know, obesity is is running rampant uh, around around the nation and so in the world. So yeah. It's just, it's put all these things in perspective in my life. And so I've been, you know, forever grateful. And that's, that's why I started the company because for, I want to say for two or three years, since I had my turnaround, I was just buying more product and handing it out to friends and family. And like, it's one thing for me to make a turnaround and a 180 and live my best life. But when you see the light come on in somebody else's eyes and them live a better life than they've ever dreamed of, it's like, this is why we're doing it. Yeah. No, that's, that's huge. And I think one of the things that's difficult about CBD is, you know, when it hit the scene a few years ago and it was like everywhere and it was like, you know, CBD, the, the prices of CBD were really high. And, uh, you know, like it was, it was, it was kind of like in its, uh, you know, kind of like it was, it was in its, its apex. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was a lot of bad quality stuff out there and it wasn't all good. You know, it wasn't all, uh, uh, you know, the good stuff. And so people were trying maybe lesser inferior, you know, people were getting CBD at gas stations and people were saying, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't know if this stuff works. Yeah. And I wonder if that, you know, kind of, um, uh, give CBD a, a, a you know, a, a bad rap from some people because they weren't getting, like you said, full spectrum. They weren't getting quality product. You know, maybe it was cheap. It was imitation. I mean, we know in the supplement world, yeah. I think sometimes like 30 to 40% of the supplements you buy don't, have don't even have the stuff in it. That's on the label. It's, it's it was, it's wild west. It's crazy. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. And I mean, I, there was, there was a, I think King Five or there's a TV station a couple of years ago. They did, they pulled a ton of products off of uh, a pharmacy that you know was was, and I think only 
25%. So one out of every four products had, and I think they pulled about 20 products of different labels and different companies. And only like four of them or five of them had actual CB, any CBD in it. And then two, two, two or three of them didn't even have the amount that they said was in it. And so we've always gone that because I was in the I-502 um, sector for so long, I, yeah. knew, I knew better and I knew that, hey, not only do we have to make sure that all the, the miners and everything that we say is in here is in here, but we also may have to make sure that the microbials, pesticides and all the other residual solvents are not in there because that's, you know, the toxins. That's the stuff that they also need to know. And like I've seen some people even publish I'm not going to say who, but publish, yeah. publish you know, um, uh, the COA certificate analysis with some of that stuff on there. I'm like, wait, how is this? You're just going to put that batch out there? Like, how is that possible? So, yeah. you know, it's definitely given us, given the industry a bad name and then made a lot of non-believers out of people that could really benefit from it. And that's unfortunate. But I guess you just got to consider your source. And, and you know, I'm not going to put my name on anything that I'm not using every yeah. day. Everything, every, all our products, we only have four because you don't yeah. really need many. <laughs> and like eventually, your body's going to tell your mind how much and when you need it. That's really what's going to happen And uh, when you're on your journey. And so, um, yeah, we have four products and I use all of them daily. And, uh, and, you know, yeah, we'll bring more as, you know, I vet them and I believe in them. But I don't want to put just anything out there just to make money. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the thing that happens in, man, it happens in every industry. You know, you've got a lot of people that go in because they want to do great work. They want to create great products. They want to help people. And then you've got some people that they want to cut as many corners as possible. And, you know, they want to make as much profit as possible to where, like you said, you know, sometimes it's not even what they represent in the label. It's not the right amounts and stuff like that. So I think, I think it's cool that you've got this commitment to quality, uh, you know, you're not just slapping your name on something like maybe some other uh, celebrities or, you know, singers are because there are a lot of celebrity brands in the cannabis and in that space. In fact, when we were in Tampa, I heard someone ask you, so just how involved are you, Lofa, with with this uh, business, you know, kind of giving you a little 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 challenge, you know, to see what was up. And you were like, yeah, man, I I, I sweep the floors. You know what I mean? Like I'm in yeah. Yeah. When, when I, you know, with 37, when I was full time in there, we, I was a processing manager, made sure the orders got out, uh, you know, I was in charge of uh, buying. And, you know, when we were undersupplied, you know, when, when our batch sold out, because we're a small grow, that's why we're expanding now. I was mm -hmm. in charge of sourcing and making sure that was quality, make sure all those COAs were up on, you know, up to par. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, there was, you know, me and my partner, really, I give all the credit to him, my team, you know, Matt McCoy and his brother, Jeff McCoy, they've done a phenomenal job, you know, um, growing great product, which I've, I've had a hand in too, uh, when, when we needed help on harvest day. So yeah, there's, there's nothing I, you know, we haven't done over there and, uh, extremely proud of it, but I think that's also, you can't skip any steps if you want to be the best. And I think that's really what football taught me. And, um, you know, being in the national football league is, you know, everybody's got talent, you know, who's going to take it the extra mile and make sure, you know, that everything is quality. Yeah, hundred percent. And what kind of, you know, I'm, I'm sure people listening right now are going to be able to relate, but you know, what are kind of some of the challenges you guys are, you're dealing with right now, you know, in the industry that you can, uh, you can speak to. Oh man, there's a number of it, you know, um, I'm always customer service. I'm always make, trying to make sure that all the customers, you know, get what they want and, and have the experience that they want, you know? So that's really where, where I say, you know, the most attention really deserves because people mm -hmm. are trusting us with their health and wellness. And so, 
Um, always, you know, we want to be quick to respond to, to any email or call in there. And so my mom, shout out to my mama T. She, she handles that with Penny Cook, one of our, our CEO or COO. And, uh, but yeah, just, you know, that, um, you know, um, you know, sourcing, making sure you got great product yeah. and making sure that when you do send it to the lab to get tested for everything, it comes back as they say it was. Um, so there's a number of things, um, you know. Is, yeah. uh, is uh, you guys have any issues with supply chains right now? No, not supply chains right now. Um, we're actually good, good for, yeah, for, for another whole year. Um, we, we've had ours uh, shelf tested, you know, stability tested. So to make sure that, you know, we don't run out of product and, and, you know, everything is on the up and up. Um, but, but yeah, I've heard of that too. And yeah, because, you know, you, you're at the mercy of, you know, you, you want the growers who are experienced in this area to, to, you know, just do their job and supply you with the best product for your, your, I don't want to call them customers for your fan family. Yeah. We call them yeah, fan, yeah, yeah. fan base family. Like, you know, it's, it's more than, uh, I don't treat anybody like a customer. It's, 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 you know, family to us. I think it's cool that you mentioned that because, uh, you know, um, that, that's if you think of some of the great companies that are out there, you know, if you think of like, a, you know, a Nordstrom or you think of like a, uh, you know, an Amazon or, you know, some couple of Northwest companies there, I, I feel like they're really customer service centric. You know what I mean? Like it's just and, and it seems like a really smart way to go about it. And I've had other people on the podcast as well that have said the same thing. You know, we had Foch. Uh, those guys make great lights. Um, and you know, they talked about the same thing, man, that customer service has got to be number one. So that's cool that that's front and center for you, because again, sometimes that gets put on the back burner and, you know, it really does matter to your, to your fans, you know, to your, your clients, to your customers, whatever you want to call them, they want to know that you care, you know, and if you've got an issue or something, you're going to handle it. You're not going to be like, Oh, I'll get back to you next week. Yeah. No one cares how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Exactly. Exactly. So where can people get, cause you kind of got me excited for this. I want to, I want to start going to the gym. I want to work off this dad bod that I got here. Uh, I want to start, you know, uh, trying some of this, uh, zone in CBD. How can I get my hands on it and how can listeners find, uh, uh, your products? Yeah. Zoneincbd.com. Um, if you're in the Northwest, we're in select retailers out here. Um, a lot of uh, the Bartel drugs, they actually, they carry our roll on roll deep oh, cool. and uh, we're yeah. calling it roll deep to, you know, we're, we're trying to educate people too. You know, it's the entourage effect, right? What do, what do entourages yeah. do? They roll deep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, that's true. And then the capsules, we got those in 15 milligrams and then the tinctures too. It's the same oil, just, um, you know, capsules seem to be a big seller. People are just used to taking capsules. They're not used to, you know, sublingually taking droppers under the tongue yet. But yeah, I use both, you know, I use the capsules because for me, you know, everybody's different. CBD, like to some people, it subdues them and kind of like puts them in the zone and brings them down from being anxious. And, you know, for me, yeah. for me, it gets me going, man. I take that 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 dropper and anything I set out to do, I crush. Um, wow. And so, yeah, it's just it's puts my mind, you know, it gets rid of the clutter and just, you know, lets me go, which is probably you know, uh, accumulated from stress, you know? And so, uh, when you're stress-free, you, you get to see what you're really capable of, what your true potential is. And then we got a, uh, energy stick. So it's like a pre-workout, but I was hesitant. I call it an energy stick because, or packet, because I was hesitant to release it as a pre-workout because some people, well, I don't work out, you know? And so I mean, you could still enjoy it without working out. Cause it's something like in the morning to get you going, or, yeah. or when you hit a lull in the middle of your day. Um, and so, 
you know, you know love that. And then uh, what else? So we got the roll on. Yeah, those are all four products. And uh, but yeah, the the, uh, the energy pack, man, it's called Energy Plus. And I, you know, so whether you're going into a business meeting or anything like that, or if you're going to a workout, it is strong enough to, to sustain uh, a full hour, two hour workout. I take it before basketball every day. And uh, it, it's it's man, it's helped my shot. I'll say that much. <laughs> well, dude, you've got me fired up. I'm ready to try it. I want to give it a go. Uh, I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of you know uh, obviously anything that is is uh, you know going to help the endocannabinoid system. I know right now the the rave is everything is full spectrum. You know, it's all about the terps. It's all about the you know uh, all the different cannabinoids and not just the the extraction. So I think this is really really cool. Um, I encourage everyone to, you know, check out, check out your website and, um, and if they want to get a hold of you, maybe like, you know, to do some business or something like that, you got a way where they can reach out to you, uh, you know, LinkedIn or, or an email address or something like that. Yeah. Like that. Well, yeah. Lofa at zoneincbd.com is, is my email. That's probably the easiest uh, for business inquiries or, uh, or podcasts or whatever. Um, also on Instagram, Lofa underscore Tatupu, and then Twitter, I think, is Lofa Tatupu 51. So, I mean, you can find me uh, on most social media platforms. And I'm on awesome. LinkedIn, but I don't always check it. I, I, I know, I know, man. There's so many platforms, and you're it's like, so I got to check this and that and this one. And yeah, I know, it gets to be a lot. Um, well, listen, man, thank you so much for coming and chatting with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I think that we have got a, uh, I think we've got something special, you know, on our hands between, you know, uh, what you're doing and what other athletes are doing to come out and talk firsthand about, you know, your experiences, you know, what you've gone through. I think that it helps people. Um, I love the fact that, you know, there's a lot of correlations between teamwork, you know, in the sports world and in the business world. And, uh, you just got a really inspirational story. So thanks so much for coming on here, man. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, anything we can ever do, you just let us know, but you're, uh, you're, you're part of the fam now at Cannabis and Tech today, and it was great to have you here. Chuck, I appreciate you, brother. Sincerely, man. Um, stay blessed, my man. I will. And for everybody that's listening right now, you have been listening to Cannabis Tech Talks. Uh, I'm Chuck Warner, the editor-in-chief. We just had Lofa Tatupu. Make sure that you check out Zone In CBD. This is the real deal. This is not, you know, some, some cheap products out there. This is real stuff. And if you guys use the products, let us know. Uh, if you experience anything, if you've got some good results or something like that, you can follow us on social media. Uh, it's Canatech today on pretty much everything out there. Um, and if you want to, uh, if you want to put something out there for us, put like hashtag zone in. Uh, and let us know, you know, if you're using the products out there. Also, if you're gonna be at MJ Biz. Make sure you grab a copy of our latest issue. We will have Lofa in there. We're going to have uh, Calvin Johnson on the cover. We've got a couple other different athletes. It's also our retail and dispensary issues. So we're going to have a lot of cool stuff related to that. And uh, make sure that you swing by. We're going to be recording some content with PolyScience and our friends at Summit Research. And that is going to be at booth number 2417. And last, last but not least, look for some golden tickets. We're going to have these like Willy Wonka tickets, these little golden tickets in the magazines that are going to get you uh, 20 entries for a big prize pack. So we've got a whole bunch of prizes from different sponsors. Uh, STM Canna is going to have a tabletop 
uh, Rocket Box Mini that fills uh, cones. I think um, uh, National Cash is is donating an ATM. So if you've always wanted an ATM machine for your dispensary, for your basement, for your man cave, this is your chance to get one for free. And make sure you check out our golden ticket promotion at MJ Biz. And last but not least, make sure that you uh, subscribe. And if you like this episode, go ahead and hit the like and the share button. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time on Cannabis Tech Talks. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Wait, you didn't think people would know who I am? Duracho. Uh, this is Duracho. This is Duracho. This is Duracho. No. Hey, I don't talk like that. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Duracho or else. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Duracho. You can't go wrong.